check this out. I know when buying a home for the first time can be a very stressful process. But that's why it's good to give it a good lender like my buddy Jared Nicholson from Key Mortgage Group. He's so active to educate his borrowers and also let people be aware of their blind spots. This is a good man to make your lifetime lender to make your process super, super stress-free. And don't be turned off by the housing process. You can follow him and find him at jnhomeloan.com. So let me spell that out for you. J-N-H-O-M-E-L-O-A-N.com. So tap in with him. Jared, NMLS number is 1969744. I repeat that. 1969744. Welcome back to another episode of the Minds with Hakeem podcast. And if you're watching the visual today, we have something really, really special for y'all. We in the kitchen today, my boy On Mac Vila. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Man, pleasure to see you. Pleasure to get you on Happy to be the here. podcast, man. And I'm ready to spill today. You ready to cook? I'm ready to cook. I'm ready for y'all to eat some yeah. food. Like we'll just try to make a good meal. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Before we get started and introduce it to you, tell us what we eating today. What we making? So, uh, you know, you texted me the other day and you asked <laughs> me what's on the menu, and I didn't really know, and and I kind of. I kind of live life sometimes like that. So I went over and I asked my mom, like, mom, what you hungry for? She tells me shrimp lo mein. Come on. And, I, and then I text you right there. Like, hey, I told you I'm a seafood boy, man. Yeah. So I appreciate, so we make appreciate sure. moms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, so shrimp lo mein on the menu today. Before we get cooking, before I get to cutting, and if I cut my finger on camera, I do apologize in advance for the blood. But um, icebreaker question, brother. Sorry, the brain fucked up. Um, if you could learn one new skill today, what would it be and why? I'd learn capoeira at Good Vibes. What's that? Oh, no. You know that Brazilian, is it what, Brazilian martial arts, dancing martial oh. arts? Oh! You know, like they got those classes on Saturday, yeah. so I might, I might actually hit that up. Why would you, why would you pick that skill? It's dancing and martial arts at the same time. <laughs> it's it's you always trying to sharpen yourself, man. I love that. All right, let's get going on the food, and then we're going to keep... Spilling and conversing to these people, but I need some help on these veggies, man. Right, I, man. I know you cut everything, mostly everything already right, up. Let me, get, but, let me get these in the yeah, yeah, there you go, man. Go ahead and get Appreciate those you, up. man. Appreciate you, man. So tell us about yourself a little bit, bro. Tell us where you're from, where you were raised. Give us a little bit on your upbringing. I was uh, born here in Des Moines. I lived in a hospital. And, uh, mm-hmm. Raised on the south side. I went to uh, Lovejoy Elementary. South side. Until about uh, until about 13, or no, until about eight years old, third grade, I went up to Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. I lived with my mom's sister for five years. Uh, Lao tradition has this pretty interesting practice. Um, my mom's sister was working at the university at the time. She made a good amount of money, enough to be comfortable. And uh, she took in not only my mom's kids, but her other sister's mm. kids too. So we were, we were born in a house of about 13 kids. Yeah. And my little sister being the only girl, uh, growing up with all these boys, <laughs> we just got to be, we got to create this family pack. Yeah. You know? uh, learned that we were true friends to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nice. You never didn't have someone to hang yeah. out with as a kid. That's, you know? no, that's, that's kind of similar to my upbringing with my aunts and my cousins. Like we all stayed in the same, same space. I remember, one time living in the one two bedroom apartment with nine people, so you know what? <laughs> get the space to cramp 
there's a lot there's a lot of moments of stress but at the mm-hmm. same time there's a lot of happiness in those homes exactly and, and um, it's family too yeah man. i don't so. think i'd be who i was today without all that really that's yeah i i i, I would have to say the same to yeah. be honest you because gotta, like those moments those, yeah you know, those, like, those moments are, are different and i wouldn't trade them for the world but so it's not like you had a well-rounded upbringing so um but let's quick talk about your parents, Rombol, and uh, what they have built here in Des Moines, and and what was it like watching that come up? Like what your parents have built here, and kind of explain what they built here. So, um, man, they started they started downtown Grand Avenue. They used to have a, <laughs> they used to have another grocery store. It was called a uh, Thai Market. Mm. We still got the old sign from that place. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, they've been they've been hustling all their lives mm-hmm. you know selling groceries uh coming coming here in what 84 going through deportation or not deportation but immigration yeah they had to spend about two or three years of their lives at a camp at, wow. at 17 18 years old at a Were camp they already married no oh no, they they met they met in iowa city okay uh, my mom worked at or i think they met here uh, my mom worked at mercy uh-huh. uh, my dad came here and got his uh Oh, those need to be separated, dog. D? Yeah. Keep those separate from the peppers. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if I'm messing right stuff up You're good, you're good, you're good. You know, we'll, we'll learn. We'll learn as yeah, we go. For that's, sure. That's, that's the fun part about cooking. Um, cool. No, I'm kidding. I'm decent. But, um, yeah, you were saying they met. They met. In, um, yeah, they met. I want to say they met here in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. My dad was a welder at the time. Mm-hmm. My mom was an accountant for Mercy. Yeah. And uh I don't know too much about the love story. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that I know that they both saw a lot in each other where it was like they can actually bring up a family mm-hmm. together. And I think that was a big thing that made them fall towards yeah. each other. And then after that, you know, they they lived their lives. Uh had my older brother, had me in ninety. I think they started the shop. Uh around, I want to say 90, 95, owned the downtown location for five years, and then moved to this location mm-hmm. here, and been running it ever since. So that's, you know, almost 30 years of just grocery stores, you know, like. Yeah. Where, where's the store located for people in the morning to come check y'all out? So we're at 1140 East 9th over here on the east side, east right side down the street right? from the Capitol, yeah. And yeah, man, a lot of people call my mom mom. I had to yeah. grow up getting real jealous. Yeah. And be like, yo, that's not your mom, though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my mom. But you know what? Like, the love that she shows to the people here, mm-hmm. it's real. It's real. I, I get to see it every day. I'm fortunate to, like, actually be able to hang out with her and work side by side with her. What, what is one of the biggest lessons you learned from your mom that shaped you today? My mom just knew how to be kind to people and de-escalate any sort of grudge or mm-hmm. hatred in the community that she was getting for being Asian mm-hmm. or again for just, you know, the stereotype in this world. Yep. And she she still feeds people to this day. Maybe that's why I learned how to cook so well. Yeah. I think growing up, I'd be upset with my parents mm-hmm. and there was always hot food that would show up magically, you know? I didn't, I didn't know the work that got put into it, but my mom did. 
and maybe that was one of the deeper forms of love that I started to understand. Yeah. yeah, takes those little underlying nuggets. Before right. we keep going, what's next on the menu? What, what we got to do All right, well, next? Is we got to get the shrimp. Okay, we're going to get the shrimp. And cook the shrimp before the veggies. Uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to prep everything first. Okay. Before we even start, we even start throwing anything in that wok, we just got to get the shrimp cleaned off. Mm -hmm. And then have it all, on it all, like, presented nicely. Okay. Here, you know? Yeah. So it's like that tea magic. Boom. You don't gotta run around with the chicken, you know, like a chicken. <laughs> with your haircut. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's, so that's a big secret to cooking is that make sure your ingredients are fresh. Yeah. Just, it's called mise en place in mm -hmm. traditional culinary. Mise en place is nice. Mise en That means mise en place is French for everything in its place. Mm. And that's something you learn cooking as a chef. Or as, as a cook. Alright, so I'm new every day, you know? Mise en place. Mise en place. I'm really, I'm really ready for this shrimp now, man. You know, I've been on my vegetarian grind, and he was trying to make a vegetarian dish, but I told him no. Let's get to it, man. Okay, so let's put that. Let's bring that here between you and between I. Me. Yep. The shrimp. Oh, the shrimp. Yeah. Come on, bed. And yeah, and we're gonna throw it into. Yeah, this is the thing, and I say like. Kind of move as I go. Yeah. Um, so, peel them. Peel them, and the shell can go right back okay. in there. Cool, cool, cool. And the good shrimp, the ready shrimp can go. Yeah. Just like that. Boom. All right, now let's continue. What's one of the um, biggest lessons you learned from your father? My dad can build. <laughs> my, my dad grew up in the jungle, Laos, so mm. he can like build anything from anything. You look a lot around this house, you look a lot around the backyard, even in the shop. Mm -hmm. He has very good carpentry and engineering skills. Mm. It's a big part of my happiness yeah. when I get to build something mm. in my day, whether that's a meal or whether that's actually structural and something that brings happiness or practicality to the world. My dad, yeah, my dad spends his whole day doing it and I understand why. Nonstop. Nonstop. Stuff. Do you think, um, on top of his uh, building, do you think his work ethic shaped you in a way? Because you seem like you never stopped to me. Yeah, yeah, my parents are, I'm both my parents at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's the reality of a lot of us, you know? We're just, we're byproducts of our examples of love, mm -hmm. we're byproducts of our examples of teaching and growing, and what, what we see as progress in the world. Mm -hmm. But, it looks a lot different to people. Yeah, it does. But it can also be unhealthy. Mm -hmm. You know, my parents don't know how to relax. Yeah. I had to gain that knowledge as, as a grown-up mm. on my own to say, hey, I need my time. I need yeah. I need to really, I need to be able to rest and ease and be happy with my That's day huge. or else this work will just bury me. That's huge. Yeah. I think our parents um, teach us a ton of things um, good and some of them be bad, but mm -hmm. we got to be able, they, they sharpen us enough so we can weed those out ourselves. So it's huge that you say that. Yeah. Um, I think about that a lot, how much my parents has taught me and what I weed out and what, what makes work for me. Like yeah. back then in rest, you know, and you know, different generations, they look a little different, Yeah, which they might have their views and opinions on our generation. They which, they which and we got there, we got ours on there. So mm -hmm. that's huge that you say that. Um, 
How important is family culture to you? Um, just like with everything y'all have as your family, how important is that to you? It's, like, it's more than, you know, it's, it's everything to me. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it's funny because like everyone, you know, you and Ben have been using this term that I'm not like crazy about this, traveling chef. Mm -hmm. And uh, traveling is, it's good. It, it's, it's one of the purest forms of ed education. Mm -hmm. uh, that's Anthony Bourdain's words. But, yeah. but I also see it as very selfish mm. because the reality is that this work at home yeah. has to get done. And, yeah. uh, and time will pass and people will move on from this life. Um, and I don't think I don't think I want to miss out on it mm. too much anymore. I would tra I'll travel in small spurts here and there now, mm -hmm. but I don't do what I used to. Yeah, uh, I used to just, as far as you used to go, I right? I used to just backpack for months. Mm. Not, not knowing, not caring, just kind of like, oh well, home will always be home. Yeah. But uh, when, I, when I came back, or like living here for the last three years, I'm like, man, home, home is actually something real to me now. It's mm. something like I can make a difference in their day. I can make a difference in... You know, I can create a community here. I was, yep. I was searching for that when I was traveling, living abroad. But, it's um, hard to pick that up on the, on the move. It's hard. It's hard. It's all temporary. It's yep. all impermanent. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's good. You learn. You learn from that. But at the same time, don't you want something a little bit more stable? Consistent. Yeah. Yep. Consistent. Stable. Mm -hmm. Don't you actually? Isn't accountability important to you? Mm. you know? As humans, we we desire those things and we right. crave those things. So. What we got next? What we moving forward? We got the shrimp here. Ready to hit the fire right now. Let's fire. So, so if you can look at everything we got here, got all of our ingredients are prepped. Our shrimp is ready. So remember, this is how we're gonna do it. I'm gonna do half of it. Yeah. You're gonna. All right. So I'm gonna make one uh one batch. meal. Yeah, one batch in its completeness. Completeness. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna coach you through the next. And I'm sitting aside on this. Is that cool? Okay, yeah, that's cool perfectly that? fine with me. Cool, cool, cool. So you kind of hinted at being a traveling chef, um, which you just admitted wasn't your favorite term. Um, yeah. I do apologize. It's all good. It's um, all good. So um, about as a, as a traveling chef during the time of your life, what part about the job did you absolutely enjoy the most? You know, outside of the flavor of food, always the food. The food is the food is very special. Always uh, because it's unique, no matter where you go. But you mm -hmm. also learn that the people, the people mm -hmm. that that don't owe you anything, that didn't need to take you in, that didn't need to feed you, mm -hmm. you know, they they have their own energy to it. Mm -hmm. And I, I honor that a lot because, nice. you know. It was weird. I was this. I was this in between between a foreigner and looking like I might be from there, mm -hmm. brown skin. So people didn't know how to treat me. People didn't know if I was rich. Some people thought I was. Some people thought I was just a local. Um, but no matter what, you know the way they served me, it felt felt similar. Mm -hmm. you know, that food still tastes the same no matter where I came mm -hmm. from. Uh, and man, when you see people in that naturalness and in that kindness. It sticks with you. Um, I remember I was dead broke uh, on a on a bus from mm. Malaysia to Penang, and um, I ran out of money. And I had I had to call my brother and get some cents into my bank account. Um, mm -hmm. But a dude saw me walking with my backpack, uh, asked if I was hungry, 
you know, asked if I if I was going somewhere, if I needed to shower. Mm. And he put me up in his place and was like, hey, I got you a train ticket. We're going to go there tonight. I was like, and I sat there and I cried on this train, mm. drinking this soy milk, the last of my soy milk and the last of his cookies I had. Yeah. And I was like, man, this dude didn't owe me nothing. He didn't have to do anything. But he, he put me up in his crib just to like be like, hey, get cleaned up and we're going to get you on to the next part of your journey. Mm. Cause I don't want to see you out there on that street, mm. you know, just, just wasted. Living. Yeah. It's good to it's good to know that there's people like that all yeah, around man. the world. So that's good. Like I love hearing stuff like that yeah. about people. Anyway, let's hit this real quick. Okay. So important piece of stir frying is the kind of oil you use. Okay. You want to use something that's high heat, corn, yep. vegetable, sesame oil, high heat. Olive oil will burn. Butter mm. will burn in the pan. So, well, let's say a tablespoon. Sure, you know, all right. Tablespoon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're gonna hit. We're gonna hit the onion first. Okay. Right? So I'm gonna use half. Okay. Put that down. Just put it in the ginger and garlic. Already, already mixed up. Yeah. Slice and mix. Right. I like big raw pieces of garlic. Yeah. Mm. And is there a reason you do the onions first? So, what happens is that these are the aromatics, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good oil that's in these spices. Okay. You have that, you know, taste to the onion. You want to reduce down the sugar. Yep. And you also want that aromatic to spread into the oil mm. that you just put into the pan. Nice. Same thing, right? So it flavors the oil mm. at the same time as the cooking oil. Right? After that, I'm going to throw in some shrimp. That's okay. And you cook how much you feel is comfortable to you. Mm -hmm. If it's, it feels like too much, you know, you don't have to do the, the rest of all that. So, right time. Right there, we can always, transition. Oh, you still going? Like, no, no, no. It's okay. That, no, that, no. that needs a little time. A little flavor? Yeah. So, um, so I asked you what was the best part about being in Tavern and Nice. What, what part did you enjoy? You call me a nurse. Traveling nurse. Oh, traveling chef. My mom's a nurse. I'm thinking about my mom over here. You got to get my feelings. <laughs> traveling chef. My father. So what's the you know, the question is what's the worst what, part? What was what part did you absolutely do not enjoy on your journey? If no, the, if I, any. Yeah, it's hard. That's, let's see. Let me think about that real quick. I think I just really didn't like being away from my family. Mm -hmm. That was the hardest part. My yeah. grandma, my my grandma was getting older. Mm -hmm. My mom was having trouble, you know, running the shop, taking care of things. Yeah. My dad, my dad never complained. That's just how, how he is. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, because that family is so important to me, it'd be cool. They get excited about seeing where I went, what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like being away from. I didn't like having those quiet nights at home, doing yeah. things like this. This is what we do as a family. We come together and we. And talk and chat mm -hmm. and you know gossip about whatever. And that's legit. That's the, you know that's the legit like part of the job that you yeah. the, the journey that you're on. Yeah, you always that's pros and cons to everything. Exactly. It goes right. back to um that culture you were just speaking of that mm -hmm. you miss and you crave so much. Mm -hmm. So no surprise, that's your answer right there. Um, what is the most fascinating place you have the pleasure of cooking, making food at? Um. 
So in Thailand, there's a place called Chiang Rai. Mm. It's a northern village uh, up in the mountains. And um, I was on this gig called Workaway at mm. the time. And I found this job that they needed a, they needed a chef for a Muay Thai camp. Um, and man, I got to live there for two weeks, train every day, cook for these fighters and cook for some of the newbies that mm. came in. Learned a lot, got my ass whooped back and forth, you know? Um, Absolutely. But man, the kitchen over there wasn't nice. Yeah. It wasn't clean. I had to clean it all up. Mm -hmm. I had to dust out all the pots and pans. I found spiders mm -hmm. hanging around everywhere. Like, it was a scary kitchen. Mm -hmm. And yeah. at some point, the gas would run out. You'd have to use wood fire. Oh. You'd have to, you'd have to cook. You know, you'd have, mm -hmm. to, you'd have to get your water from the well. You know, that took work. That took this extreme amount of work where we have all these luxuries now. It taught me more. Yeah. But I didn't run away from that work. Hey, you know, I gotta do this job. You gotta figure it out. And being in touch with that nature made it more rewarding when you're eating. Mm. You know, you're absolutely so, all the time. Yeah, and, and I got a question to that. Honestly, um, why do your opinion? Why do we value things like that that we physically put our hands on and change more? Tangible. Yeah, it's tangible. You know. The idea that you can hold something in your hands mm -hmm. and admire its beauty. Yeah. And then not only not only feel it and see how it's changed and see how you created it. Mm -hmm. you know, it's you're playing God. Yeah. In all sense. Right? Yeah. You're playing, you know. You're controlling the universe. It's controlling it's your customization, right? Mm-hmm. So now Absolutely. With all the stress, you know, with, with any any stresses in life. 
Stay safe. See how we feel. Is that good? Is that good? All right. All right. We're good. We're ready. Lazy. Um, are we fixing food? Um, how how do you stay grounded and stay content and stay happy through this stage of your life? Because a lot of people struggle these days with mm-hmm. staying happy. So how do you mm-hmm. stay on top of your happiness? What are some techniques you so have? It's funny. I actually asked myself that question not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, within a few months ago, I identified uh, at least two major parts to that happiness. Mm-hmm. And uh, one is your body movement. You know, mm-hmm. That yoga that you got to do, that basketball you got to play. Mm-hmm. You got to keep your, your body, your physicality healthy. Right? Health as well. Um, no matter what, no matter what it is, you know, you just get that time and put, you know, get that sweat out of you. You're you're purifying your your body through that. Mm-hmm. The second part is that tangible progress we were talking about. Hands on. Um, I try to fix my house in some sort of way. I try to do about three things every day. I, I do something for that shop. I do something for my home, and I do my workout for my body. If mm-hmm. I can do that every day, you know, and it doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to be. A phenomenal step. Stay it can just be. It can just be me washing my own dishes. And I'm be like, all right, cool. I took care of my house. Mm. I'm chilling. You know, I can. I deserve to chill a little bit. So though, you know, if I do something for those those three, and then once that cup is full, you take it out into the community. Mm. You know? And that's that's a big try. That's, yeah, that's a big try for me. That's so dope. Um, we'll be right back with you guys as we finish thanking our sponsor. He's gonna fix a meal and then your boy gonna be cooking for the rest of the show. So, peace. Yo, this is Juwan Hakeem here with the Minds with Hakeem podcast, sharing an Iowa-based nonprofit, Jonathan House International. We have JHI's director with us today here to share their mission statement. Our mission statement at JHI is walking with communities to bring spiritual and physical transformation. Now, tell us a little bit more about what you guys do at JHI. At JHI, we support international missions being led by local people. We support them through their operations, spiritual development, and economic development projects. Now, how can the Minds with Hakeem community support you guys and stand behind you? There's a few different ways to get involved. You can become a sponsor, either of a child, support one of our leaders working in different countries, volunteer with us, really anything that you feel like you have a gift to give. Uh, We want to receive it and we want to help others with that. Now, tell us how the Minds with Hakeem community can financially support JHI. Even starting with as little as $5 makes a huge impact on our organization and those that we sponsor. Every little bit helps, and we just want to invite you to walk with us as we walk with communities. Nice, nice, nice. Now, last but not least, tell us where we can locate you guys and how can we get in contact with y'all. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and our website at jonathanshouseintl.org. And we're back. So now we're switching gears here. I'm going to be cooking, and I'm going to be talking. And if I burn something, deal with it. No, I'm just playing. Um, feed so, it to the chickens. Yeah, exactly. Feed it to the chickens. So before I get going, let me get my oil in here because I don't want that to burn. Just a teaspoon. That's what he said, right? Just a teaspoon. Perfect right there. Yeah. Boom. So that no? Uh-huh. Cool. So, um, I want to talk to you about some things that I actually met you at. Um, you, we mentioned, 
Good vibes. Get it. Get it. Oh, I'm yeah, going yeah, too far. Yeah. 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 Don't get burned. Uh, but um, you mentioned Ben earlier that good vibes. And yep. Yep. Throw it down top of this. Ah! Throw it down top of this. Yeah. There you go. Um, and I kind of want to get into where I met you at, like in the community or within the community, should I say. Mm-hmm. Um. So how important is community to you, brother? You know, you gotta live somewhere in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, your mind will make the best of it and make some friends along the way. You know, that's what community is, and that only happens through action. That only mm-hmm. through getting yourself out there, helping, getting your hands dirty, you know, and bringing that idea of progress out into the rest of the world. Yeah. And, uh, you use the my bad. Go ahead. Oh, no. Ben just Ben does that. And he embodies it. Yeah, he embodies it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't believe I lived here this long without getting there. Only I've only been there for about like a year. Really? Same. Yeah. Same. So it took me a long time to find that mm-hmm. even here at home where I grew up. Yeah, I can really smell those flavors yep. you were talking about from the uh, shrimp. Ready? It's shrimp ready? time now. You ready? Let's do it. All right, you ready? I'm gonna get them in the. Go ahead. Appreciate you. All of them? Come on, right, we gotta right. feed the family good right. now. Right. Right. We ain't gonna do that. Come on, no. Um, but let um, that, let that sit. I was trying to get over. them flat. Yeah. yeah. Um, you good? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Um, but yeah, you said you just met him a year ago and got involved. Me, mm-hmm. same as well. I really like the fact that you mentioned action because a lot of my life I set the sidelines. And I didn't take action. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's the hardest part for you to take action? You've been here for a while and you're doing things in the community now. What is the hardest part about taking that first step? The hardest part is thinking about it. Mm. The hardest part is thinking about it. When you start thinking about what you're going to do, you don't actually start moving mm. to get there. Yeah. You know, I get stuck in my mind. You know, I've had moments in my life where I just get stuck. Yeah. Because I'm like wondering, oh, which way will we go? How will I do? Is it mm-hmm. is the stir fry gonna be good? I'm not in my mind. But once you start whipping it, once you start whipping it, you're in that action. You're yeah. in that flow. Yeah. You know? And I think that's that's a now I would repeat that. Like once you start thinking and trying to plan everything out, planning is good, thinking is good, but mm-hmm. when you overdo it, nothing happens. Yes. You know? Yes. Nothing happens and um I heard a term recently that I love to say, I think it's gonna be my favorite term this season. If you release a product or you start helping the community in this sense, um, and this time you're already late. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to release the perfect product. So, mm-hmm. like you say, you just got involved really a year ago, we were late. <laughs> but we're doing it now, so yeah. Yeah. that's all that matters. Um, mess some stuff up. You're okay. <laughs> um, what is it like, what, what do you like about the impact that not only good vibes that a lot of people around the more having a community, like what, what is that inspiring you? You know, being part of the community is also you, you're being there. Mm-hmm. You're, you're present in that day, and you're saying hello and goodbye to mm-hmm. people, and, and opening up to them about the real, real problems or real things, real yeah. issues in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. That's the impact that I that I yeah. get. You know, when when someone actually like stops looking at me as a stranger, 
and they and we know each other's names. Yeah. And uh, and we can offer something to each other, mm -hmm. whether that's help or service or food or you know anything of the nature. Yep. I, I feel like you kind of speaking on me and your relationship. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like yeah, right, like right. a lot of the stuff that we've been trying right. to do together that right. we're going to do together, and including this podcast. Mm -hmm. Like it all stems from you being a servant serving the community and me as well. Yeah. So like to get out and meet people and change your environment, all gotta move forward. All it is. Yeah, so that that pink uh it's nice and pink. Yeah, yeah they're ready to go. Yeah. So here's, here here's what I do. Let me show you real quick. Yeah, talk to me. You want a little bit of a, mm. a crisp on this zucchini. Mm. Right here, this is the hot spot, right? Mm. This here, that's where the contact is. Okay. Alright, so we, we wanna just fry that up just a little bit too. And let the shrimp kind of residual that heat up on the top. Mm, okay, yeah. got you, got you. So let that sit for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, if you want to change your environment, change your surroundings, mm -hmm. do better for yourself, you'll get out in the community and go start helping others. Yeah. When you help others, a lot of other things, a lot of other things come. So on um, this season, I promised all my my viewers that we would discuss and dive into social media. So let me know when yeah. I gotta stir this. Keep it, okay, it's good. I don't want to burn it. Especially okay. on not just playing. Uh, but um, so I kind of want to get your dive on on how you feel about social media and how it's impacting us today as people. It makes us comparative mm -hmm. with each other. It, it makes us wonder. If, I think it to me it, it dove into my own self respect because mm -hmm. you know, I'm like watching all these other people do these things. Great things, right? And I'm young, and what am I doing? I'm sitting on the toilet. Yeah. For real. When you when you're like bugging out on all that stuff. Uh huh. You know, you're just laid up and you're like just, just looking at it all. Yeah. And it makes you think to yourself, man, why am I not good enough? Why am I? Yeah. So you know what? That's that's one side of it. Mm -hmm. Obviously. There's, there's still great things that social media does. Absolutely. As far as representing yourself goes, mm -hmm. and putting words out and getting people information to accessible help. Mm -hmm. But we abuse it. Yep. You know, we abuse it. Like anything that we like, right? we abuse. Right. Because it's a message to our brain. It's mm -hmm. like a real message that this red balloon says, hey, somebody likes you. Dopamine. Somebody, yeah. It's like chemical and you get shot. Create, create that imbalance. Yep. You create the addiction. Mm -hmm. Every buzz, every every notification mm -hmm. you see, every time you just feel feel this like jitteriness that you know people like what I'm doing. And then you put numbers behind yep. it. Numbers are poisonous, man. Sometimes numbers can be so Absolutely. Bad. And it's a way to track everything. So are we ready for those now? Yeah, I'm ready. Boom. Right, well, flip that a little bit. Let's yo, see. Let's, yo, get, yo, let's hit that. Let's see that uh, let's see if we got any. Okay, we got a little brown. See, okay. See brown on the other side? Yep. That's what we want. That's what we want. Cool, so we can yeah. douse that all of it, yeah. half of it. I'm going to turn the seat up on you too. Right? Okay. You're going to get burning. But yeah, just like that little, a little douse of dopamine you're talking yeah, about, like, I think that, like, as well, I'm with you. And just mm -hmm. notice about, notice how all the machines are set up. Mm -hmm. They're set up like slap machine stuff. Mm -hmm. Twitter, mm -hmm. Instagram. So, that little dopamine. I remember serving in the community for like my third time um, out here in Des Moines and I went home and I told my fiance, soon to be white, um, that this is a shot of dopamine that I love. Getting out, mm -hmm. seeing real mm -hmm. people in the world, shaking real people's hands, mm -hmm. feeding people who not who I'm not better than, I'm equal to. Yeah. 
I just care about them as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that shot of dopamine is what we got to get back to, man, like, in the community being yeah. active because these apps are killing people. Well, go ahead. They are. I remember the first time I went to go help Ben out. Mm-hmm. I was handing out food. There were shots popped off. Oh, yeah. Kids. He was telling me about that. Yeah, at the kids, and and we didn't stop. Yeah. I said, yo, that, that's, that, that's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to know you're going to get hurt in this game. Mm-hmm. Give him back, but don't worry about it. Just mm-hmm. keep, doing what you, what you yeah. keep giving what you give. Keep giving what you have, you know? Yeah. Um, question, because you was, you was uh, telling the story about, like, how you um, – you seeing other people live. Noodle time? Yeah, my bad. Go ahead. No, you good. You good. Seeing other people live and whatnot. Um, tell me when it's too much. Two more of those. Maybe three more of those. Yeah. Oh. Whole thing. Just, yeah, dump whole thing. We'll Don't do lose it in the vent. Yeah. Hold on, now. Whole thing? Whole thing, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. That's a big walk. Okay. Big walk. I'll take that. Yeah. But, um, forgot, what did I leave off at? Um, I was telling a story. Yeah, about um, you being, you, you said, I'm just on the toilet. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and you preparing. Um, so, hold up, I got to hit it with the teriyaki. Yep. Boom. Hold up. Throw oh, this up. Throw this up. up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Need a little bit more. Need a little bit more. Yeah, like half of that. Okay. Oh, okay. That's okay. oh That's okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. Got a little heavy on that. Got a little heavy. All right. And we here right it with the next? Uh, just a pinch. A pinch. A little bit more. Splash. Yeah. Come on now, Pete. All right, All right now sugar. I got my sugar. sugar. I'm going to go four teaspoons. Hang tight with your boy. Good, good. Oh! That's okay. Oh! He laughing. I know he laughing. I ain't even look up. <laughs> I know he laughing. What you want with me? Um... But yeah, in that comparison, how do you stay grounded in that? Like, what are some things that you do to know that this is a highlight reel? Like, everybody have good days, everybody have bad days. And this is a highlight reel, and I'm not going to compare myself to that. How do you stay grounded in that? Well, trying to, trying to limit it is one thing. Yes. You know, trying to limit it. Um, I, I don't, when I go to work, I don't. I don't love to keep my phone on me yeah. because it, it creates distraction. Mm-hmm. Once I'm there without, you know, without that pacifier, mm-hmm. I'm actually getting real things done. Mm-hmm. But you know, another if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the active community like talking about these things, yeah, then I'd probably be just lost in it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I think bringing light to it in conversations with you, your friends, and absolutely, people that you care about. Hey, this is. This is an addiction still. Even it's though real. It's, even though it's part of our everyday life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So to be grounded in it, you just gotta know your limits. You gotta just know, yeah, how much time to take away from it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's more time than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram has like you know that part of the program where it says you can look at your activity. Yeah. You can track it. You spend on it. So you know, just be more mindful of that. Just yeah. open it up every now and then. And be like, dang, I spent. 52 minutes on here? What am I doing? Yeah, so wasting time. Wasting time. Wasting time comparing yourself like, to... Hey, if you got time to waste, you're yeah. in the waiting room, you know, do, you, do you. Yeah. Live it up. You know, like like a, like a bunch of things, yeah. sure. But but when you're when, when it's time to do mm-hmm. things that need done, just put it down. Mm-hmm. 
And that's harder said than done. Yeah, no, that's way harder said than done. Um, Before we move on. Let's try to taste it. Uh oh, here we go. I don't want to burn. Yeah. I'm gonna lower, I'm gonna lower the heat. Yeah, appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, here we go. Here we go. Juice batch. What you think? I think you need a little bit more, more sauce. sauce. More sauce, a little bit more Teriyaki? Yeah. yeah. A little Hold bit more heat. How you feel that up? Whoa. Yep, okay. that's good. That's good. Okay. okay. Oh, Dallas. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. Key, I, we forgot the pepper. We got forgot the pepper. You're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Oh, you're fancy, yeah. huh? Right here. Okay. See this move right here? Yeah. This, move. this scrapes the bottom. Okay. At the same time, brings that flavor back into the dish. Mm. Right? There's a what burns on the bottom is called the fondant. You know, the yeah. fondant of your shrimp or your beef. Mm -hmm. You want to reincorporate that flavor More by glazing. Just a touch, right there. Mm -hmm. Just a touch. Flash. Yeah, let's let's do let's do yeah. yeah, see how that liquid kind of yeah. cleans up, cleans okay. up the bottom compared to this side. Yeah. All right, that's coming back in. Okay. So let's try that one more time. We need another taste. Ouch. Much better. We got that. We got that on camera, right? Delete all of that. No, I'm just playing. Um, hold up, man. I didn't get a good taste. Gotta make sure the parents eating good. Hold up. Nah, that's buzzing. That's good. We back. I'm gonna do just one more pinch. We of back. This. This my mom, she extra sweet. She like, she, oh, sweet. she for real? She like, she likes sweet. She okay. Good. Yeah. Well, you know. Look it up. Yeah. But um, yeah um. That's good ways to stay tapped in because you know um I think personally one of the worst things that happen in this life is distraction. Yes. Like today, like it's hard for you to stay focused on one task mm. if I'm reading a book on my phone mm -hmm. and the group chat is going viral. Like mm -hmm. the group chat is just going up. How can I stay focused on my book when Oh, they just bing, bing, bing. Mm -hmm. Or oh, somebody tagged me in a photo. That dopamine gonna tell me, oh, go see that photo. Yep. So I think that those distractions that the apps do, people don't realize the impact that that have on real humans. And mm -hmm. like, and like, it's friends. Just hey, I'm gonna hit. Yeah. I'm gonna hit my buddy up. But yeah. you might be doing some real life work that needs your full attention. Yeah. And I'm tagging you in a photo. Distraction pull you away from mm -hmm. your attention. And then let's go ahead. You want to flip the other side too, where it's the people that aren't getting that attention. How mm -hmm. do they? How do they be? How, how do they feel? How do they feel when everyone else is getting likes on their photos? Mm -hmm. They're looking down at their, like two likes, mm -hmm. and then they gotta think, man, why is nobody? Why, why am I getting? Why am right? I get, not why getting all that love? The love mm -hmm. that all these other, and that creates depression. That creates yes. mental disorder. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, um, I love that spill on me too. But man, yeah, I'm just. I'm, I appreciate you for answering and all of those questions because I got a question to try to bring back humane technology. You watched the social dilemma yet? Yeah. Tristan yeah, Harris, fire, man. Love so that. they created a full website called uh, the uh, Center for Humane Technology, and okay. these apps can change these things. So I appreciate your perspective. Like, um, like Apple's doing a ton. Like, they yeah. show you every Sunday, everybody should get that alert. Yeah. Your usage. What are you spending your time in? And it's scientifically proven. I like that. And it, yeah, Apple is trying. They, they they trying to do some things, and it's scientifically proven. People that use FaceTime and messaging app more than social media apps are genuinely more happy. 
Because you're getting real conversations mm -hmm. in your messages. Mm -hmm. Like, not everybody got your phone number, but everybody has your, your Instagram account. Yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it's just, I'm, I appreciate you for continuing those talks. But, um, man, uh, we appreciate you for making this dish for us. I know my, my crew, we happy. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. I'm going to take something to go. Don't do that. This for mama. Um. But he <laughs> said, "All right, bet I'm gonna get one. You're gonna take something to go. I'm gonna get one. Um, but last feel for everybody, man. Um, any last message or final shout outs? Um, everybody already know what the story is, and everything we made today can be bought in the store. Um, we're at the store basically. Yeah. So um, pull up, come see them. Uh, but any last Anytime. final shout outs? You know what? Um, cooking, cooking is a beautiful part of." Each one of our stories, mm -hmm. uh, your your parents know how to cook, or most of them do. Your OGs definitely know how to cook. Yes, sir. Don't lose, you know, your history mm. by ordering out so much. <laughs> uh, Message. Get, get, get together with your friends, cook up a meal, and it, even if you don't have a recipe for it, make it up and see how it tastes. Um, I encourage I encourage everyone to cook because it's self love. Mm. At the same time that it's shared. Mm. Um, so that'd be my message. Uh, just to just to get people in the kitchen to like go through the philosophy because you're gonna start thinking about everything while you're doing mm. all the work for your food, you know. Pleasure, always, you know. man. Pleasure having you. Appreciate that. That was a nice little, nice little smack, brother. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man um, yeah. thank you for all the stories, all the lessons, man, and just tapping into your mind. Happy and to be here. Thanks for yep. thanks for putting it on like this. Yeah. No, for sure, man. And we're gonna stay in tune. We're gonna do a lot of things coming up. So. Y'all stay tuned. And that wraps up another episode of the Miles Without King podcast. Y'all be breezy. Peace.